our panel to come on up now. And as they make their way up, I'm going to take the spot over here and get out of the way. Oh, I didn't say it until they were to sit. You know, just go ahead and grab a seat. We'll figure this out as we go. I did want to do a couple things before we get to our panel. Um, when the music stops and you don't have a seat, you lose. Oh, God, the music's not right. Thank a couple people, um, a group of people, actually. First of all, I want to thank some drivers that went up there with us. So thank you for driving. If you were one of those people that helped us haul some of those kiddos up there. Um, Aaron's got a 34-passenger van. Where is Aaron right now? He's, he hauled a lot of them up there. Also, um, the chaperones that went up there, a couple of them are in the room here. Lisa Shamburik was there with us. Um, Aaron Trempe was with us. Raise your hand, Aaron. He likes to sit in the back. He's a good Lutheran back there. Good. A couple others. We had some alumni that came with us. Um, Megan Zielinski came with us. Her boyfriend also joined us. So we had a good crew. Um, we had a good crew up there. Angie Magnan was also with us. Um, and then also, you know, who I really want to thank are the parents that are in the room for letting us borrow your kid for the weekend. I know that weekends get busy, and I know there's a lot of things going in a lot of different directions. A lot of people got pulled in different directions and weren't able to make it with us, but I thank you for uh, allowing us to have your kid for however many hours we had them uh, to go up there. So we had a great time while we were there, and they're going to tell you a lot about it. I'm going to tell you some of the things that they're not going to tell you. It's like uh, we played some excellent games. Um, Jerry, do you have any of those pictures of the games? I didn't really tell you which ones those were. If there's anything with the stage, uh, we actually had some people that won some prizes, right? Yeah, did you, what did you, what did you actually win, right? You won watermelon sour patch kids. I mean, what else, what else is Bible camp besides watermelon sour patch kids, right? So, um, well, we had one other, uh, yeah, there's, there's, she is right there, and Jack's at the other end, right? So Emery's right there, and Jack's over the other side. Uh, so uh, we had other games, too. We had a pie-eating contest that didn't go so well. Where's Mary? I got a good picture of that one. We'll put that one up later. I got some blackmail pictures on that one, right? So that didn't go well. Also had one of the hardest games that there was to play. They, would put a, they put a phrase up on the board, and then the contest was, is this phrase from the Book of Lamentations, or is it a Taylor Swift lyric from one of her songs? And it was kind of hard. <laughs> so we had a good time. Some of the guys there that playing the, or running the games are pretty crazy. But uh, we, had, we had a good time. The sledding hill was open, believe it or not. Um, there's hardly, there was no snow basically here. But what they had done was after they pushed snow into the parking lots and made mounds of snow, they took those mounds of snow, put them in a dump truck, brought them to the hill, and made a sledding hill. So they went all, all, all out for us on that. So we had some good music that we're going to talk about. Um, I think, Kennedy, I think we'll start with you. Is that cool with you? All right, we're going we're gonna to see how this goes. So we all kind of got together and talked a little bit about um, some of the events, some of the moments that we wanted to share throughout the weekend. We had an excellent um, guest speaker that came to talk with us, um, made some really good points and gave us some things to think about. Um, so you were talking, was it Saturday night or Saturday morning you were keying on? Um, I think Saturday morning. Saturday morning. So the story that we're going to be talking about, just to set you up a little bit, comes from the book of Ruth. And it comes from the perspective of this guy named Mordecai. Mordecai was a Jew um, that refused to bow down to the king's second-in-command, a guy named Haman. And it was driving Haman crazy that, that Mordecai would not bow down to him, and it kind of got a little um, out of control. So um, what were some of the things that you were talking about, uh, about that situation? How did that make Haman feel? This is Kennedy, by the way. Everybody give Kennedy a big round of applause. We were kind of talking about how 
Mordecai wouldn't bow down to King Haman because right. he only followed God's word. Right. So he was making the right choices. He wanted to make the wrong choices, right? And then how did that, how did Haman, the one that would not get bowed down to, how did that make him feel? How did he react to that? He was very mad and he wanted to kill Mordecai. Right. And so how did we tie that in with, um, with that word focus? What was um, Haman focused on? Um, he kept like focusing on something really small that was going on when he had like everybody else was bowing down to him and this one person wasn't. Right. And what was that that phrase about being messed up that you liked? Um, messed up focus equals messed up life. Right. You're supposed to laugh at that one. <laughs> messed up focus equals messed up life. It is true, right? So, okay, so then how do we tie that into um, the weekend? What, are, what should we be focusing in on? How, how does that relate to us? Um, like, we should focus on things that are going right in our life, even if they're small, and our relationship with God. Right. Keep going. So in our relationship with God. So how do we how do, we do that? So um, messed up focus equals messed up life. So when we focus on, or if we do focus on, what if we focus on the wrong things? What are some of the wrong things we focus on in life? You said some of the small things, but like literally, what are they? Um, like, I don't know, like things, what do you mean? Like, like relationships, school, work. We, we concentrate on all the little things in life, and it takes us away from what? God. Focusing on, on what God is. So when we wonder why our lives are messed up, our focus is messed up. This went better in practice. No, I'm just kidding. So things going right in our relationship with God. Okay, so uh, what part of, of that relationship with God should we be focused on? What, what kind of, what can we do? We're in the Lenten season. We talk about focusing on a relationship. How can we do that kind of thing? Um, that we were created to follow him. Yeah. We, sorry. No, you can. Um. Take your time. You're saying that we were created to follow him, but we don't follow him. Yeah. Um, he, crea- he created us to follow him, yeah. but we follow other things yeah. in our life. Yep. And um, Satan wants us to follow something other than him so other that than- like, we grow farther from him. Right. Does Satan care what else you follow? No. Or whatever else you chase on or whatever else you focus on? No. As long as we don't focus... On God. On God and our relationship with him, yeah. And so um, Satan uses some tools against us that we wouldn't expect. And you, that kind of hit you um, about Satan using our strengths sometimes against us. Could be, he certainly used um, Haman's strength against him, right? Because that one little thing didn't go right. So how does that work in our lives? Um, so whenever we are good at something, we are like prideful about it. And we can, like, Satan tries to use that pride yeah. against us, and we'll be so prideful about it. We won't want to focus on the other, like, things that we need, we could be working on. Yeah. Like our relationship with God. Right. Good. Yeah. Those words of wisdom right there, and she came up with that by herself, by the way. So he uses that, okay, so messed up focus equals messed up life. You were talking about also about that mob mentality, right? Yeah. Um, the mob, I was like talking about how the mob is never right. The mob is never right. <laughs> yeah. 
and like how a lot of people try to go with what other people are saying or thinking right and they just try to go with them right right and then there was another part that you were talking about with um when you were saying that Satan wants us to focus on something else. He told a story about sheep. Remember that? Yeah. And we said whether that's true or not is still a good analogy. What was that one? Um, like how when the sheep were go in a circle and they follow one yeah. another and they'll just keep following each other until they die. In a circle until they just get exhausted and fall out, right. And you know, you were also talking about... Um, so we were talking about things that we're, we shouldn't be focusing on or things that we focus on too much, but we should be focusing on the truth, right? And you said something about opinions and something, what was it? Feelings um, and opinions. Yeah, it feelings? feelings and opinions don't make things right. Don't make things right. Don't make things true. So then um, one of the main ideas, um, his whole main idea that everybody's going to talk about was to know who God is, right? To show who God is and to grow in him. So how does... Uh, how does that focus that you're talking about here, how does that focus relate to that no show grow idea? Um, it shows it like it shows that Haman or Mordecai okay. knew God right. and he showed it by not bowing down. Yeah, to didn't him. follow the mob. Yeah. Right? Yeah, cool. So and then he not only showed that, but he grew in that relationship with God at the same time. Yeah. Cool. All right. Anything else? No. Yeah, she did a great job. Give her a big round of applause. If you, if any, at any other point something comes to your mind, grab that mic back and jump back in. But let's go down to Grace here. Are there hecklers? What's this heckling over here? What's this? <laughs> so Grace, you were also talking about truth, and you were talking about some of the music that uh, related to you. You both were talking about that. Yeah. So what were some of the songs that, um, that jumped out to you at, at you and, um, and why? I picked, so it's cool to go to somewhere else and hear their type of worship. That's always what I listen to. Yeah. It's my favorite type to know God more is worship. And so I, me and Leah, thought of some songs. And mine was Gratitude and Awesome God because I think that a lot of time people always go to God for more and more and more. And we don't show, um, well, at least I haven't really put into perspective of showing my gratitude toward him for yeah. what he's given me and how awesome he is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so I liked how those touched me this that weekend. Yeah. Um, and it made me think about how I have to pray to God for things I'm grateful for he's given me and what I want. Yeah, that's good. And like we said earlier, you know, you can hear God's words through um, preaching. You can hear it through um, reading the Bible, but you can also hear it through music. And sometimes it just touches us and, and we can hear things in different ways. So that's really good perspective. Now, you were going to, she was talking about um, Mordecai and Haman. You were going to talk about Joseph, yeah? Yes. So Joseph in the Old Testament, not Mary's uh, husband, but Joseph in the Old Testament, um, who saved Egypt and um, got in some trouble with his brothers beforehand, yes. got thrown in a well, got sold into Egypt, but then um, God was with him the whole time, right? So um, we learned some of the things about God from that story. What were some of the things we learned about God from that story of Joseph that he... Um, some things that stood out to me was God promises to meet our needs oh. and God never abandons his work. So how that relates to the story is Joseph was um, in a very dark place. Right, and in jail. Yeah, and God spoke to him, and he's like, "Your it's all about Joseph and his dreams. And he talked to him, he's like, your dreams 
are still very real to me, yeah. and I won't abandon you even though this is your darkest point. I'll get you out of it. Right. And he said, you, you said, he'll never leave us, never abandon us, no matter where we go. And you said that started to relate to, to real life. And how is that? Mm -hmm. um, I'm a senior in high school, and I think it's very challenging right now to figure out what you want for your future. Yeah. It's very scary. It's very real. And it's very reassuring to yeah. know that anywhere I go, God, will, God has a plan, and God will never abandon me. Right. And so that stuck out to me the most. Right, cool. So if you end up in jail, so, oh no, I'm just kidding, <laughs> all right. So we also talked about um, something that Kennedy touched on with the truth, knowing yes. the truth. And um, Mordecai would not bow down to anybody. How about Joseph? Yes, yeah, so Joseph stood up for God even when it was hard. Yeah. So uh, this was during like the Pharaoh time, and his brothers were like um, being very rude, and they didn't believe Joseph. And about God especially, but about other things too. And he stood up for it, and he kept doing it, even if God wasn't, God gives you what you need when you're not expecting right, it. Right. So in jail, he still was like, God's with me, God's with me. Um, and he knew it was right. right. And he knew the truth through that. Right, and she, he was always following God. Even though he was in jail, he could have complained while he was in jail, but he didn't. He yeah. still followed God and still did the right thing. Um, and we said um, that when you know what's right, that's just how you do it, right? Something yeah. like that. Yeah. It should be easy. Yeah. But it's, uh, you said it was a choice though, right? Yeah. We live in a world that gives you choices and a yes or a no most of the time. Mm -hmm. um, and it's hard to do that. Right. Relates back to our gospel though, that yeah. Jesus said, Who, those who are following me are going are gonna to listen yeah. to me, are going to obey me. So what about how does that carry out in our, our live out in our lives? How do we, how do we um, want to live our lives? It says that I, God tells you that he wants you to live the way that he wants you to live. He says that he wants you to be an image of him, be in his image, walk the way he should. You say that all the time. Yep. Um, and so through the choices, you should know what is right, and you should know that the choice should be through God. It should be motivated by his work. Right on. Mm -hmm. And so that's with your life. Now what about your peers, your friends? Yeah, so the speaker pointed out a point that stood out to me a lot is that if you let friends make wrong choices, then you are no friend to him. Say that again and say it real loud so they're paying attention. If you let friends make wrong choices, they are not a friend to you or you're not a friend to them. Did everybody hear it that time? Three's a charm. One more time. If you let friends... <laughs> Make wrong choices, then you are no friend to them. You're not a friend to them. Mm -hmm. Can you relate to that without revealing too much in your own life? Yeah. So it's hard, going, it's, go, it's hard in a society where it's glorified to do sometimes the wrong thing. Yeah. And I have had friends throughout all of high school that have made wrong choices and... I, like, a, couple, a year ago, I told a friend, I was like, hey, I don't, I don't believe in the things you're doing. And I, you can't say, like, I don't want you to do that. You can't be like, right. you can't do that because they're still a human being. Because it's reality, yeah. right, yeah. And so I chose to walk away. And at the time, I didn't know if it was the right choice. Mm -hmm. But now that I look back on that situation, I can see that God was, had his hand on it the whole time. Yeah. And it was the right choice. And... 
I'm in a better place because of that. Yeah. So when he said that, I re- it related straight to me. And it like I believe it. Truth is always the truth. Mm-hmm. There's always right versus wrong. Yes. And so that, um, what you just said, really epitomizes um, the know, show, grow. Know who God is. Show in your life who God is. And that helps us grow in our relationship with him. And that's exactly the steps that you just described right there. Mm-hmm. You knew what was what. Yeah. Even though we can't always put our finger exactly on it, we know what's up. And then you showed it, and then you're still growing in it. Mm-hmm. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else? <laughs> um, well, you told me to okay. think about like how the message is a part of that and through Joseph. Yeah. Um, and I think like you should show who God is to you and then it helps you grow what you said. Yeah. And I think that's the main thing to take away from Joseph and right on. his story. But that's and from that's Grace and her story. Yeah. And Mic that, drop, babe. Yeah. <laughs> Anything that's else? That's, that's good. Give her a round of applause. <clears throat> what do you think of that next generation now, you guys? So far, so good, I think. So we have Leah Vorpal next. Uh, Leah is also a senior, and you also, um, you saw her up there singing, and you also wanted to talk a little bit about music. Yes. In fact, I you, you picked this set. going to Silver Birch because <laughs> they have better songs than Pastor likes to sing. Um, <laughs> so I really like going there. Okay, that's all we have time for. Thank you, Leah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, the songs that I wanted to talk about were... Um, that I'm going to kind of tie into what I'm talking about as I go through sure. is more like Jesus, yeah. my life, and um, the song, the last song we sang, Death Was Arrested. So um, a lyric or like the verse in my life was, my life, my life is not my own, I surrender. And I kind of, I kind of tie more like Jesus in my life, kind of like a similar kind of, I don't know, idea. And um, Matthew... 28. Yeah, 2028, yeah. Oh, yeah, 2028 says that. Um, Even as the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. So when I'm thinking of more like Jesus, um, I'm thinking, like, to serve God is to serve other people. Like, it's an equal kind of thing. And so um, a point that the speaker made was that if you want to be successful and fulfilled in life that you have to serve others Um, another thing that I wanted to touch on was like um, the difference between wants and needs Um, I think that was like the biggest takeaway I had from Sunday morning was that um, so at first he was like we we need and want God so we those both apply to us but God doesn't need us, he, but he wants us. So, like, he really, like, like we don't really put any, like, like the world's still going to go around, like, tomorrow. Nope. Like, but he wants to have us in his life because what he has awaiting for us. And he wants to give us the opportunity to have that in our lives. Um, and another thing that... Um, I was like, I was kind of confused on at first when the speaker was saying this, um, and he said, few focus on the fact that God really loves us, and I was like, well, I feel like everybody thinks that, but then I was thinking about it, and when pastor was kind of debriefing it, um, 
he was kind of saying that, like, Jesus asks, like, do you understand what I've done for you? Right. And I guess I've never really thought about it like that. Like, I've never, like, sat down and asked myself, like, and debriefed everything that he's done for us. Time out. You're doing great. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't mean to, but stop right there about um, the serving and that God really loves us. How does that relate to the no show grow part? Because that was part of what he talked about, mm -hmm. about do people really realize God really loves them, us, mm -hmm. and do we act like it? Um, yeah, so the whole theme was like no show grow. So like we know it, we show it in our lives, and then we grow in it and learn his way, and then we go out into the world and actually spread the gospel and actually do it and, and put it in our lives right. in a daily routine. So and you were talking about the go part of that mm -hmm. then. Yeah. yeah. The Sunday morning was kind of like a whole wrap up and he was kind of telling us, okay, now go and do it. I just gave you a bunch of information. Now go and do something with it. And um, I kind of took that as like go and do something for the world. Like make sure like I am always like not being conceited pretty much like only like like always thinking of other people and how yeah other people specifically what are you doing in their lives we we wrote that down in our notes because you said this really well the other night how can i help others oh um because this is your life i mean this is literally right. who you are this is what you do i um i remember the speaker said to build others up, celebrate their lives and accomplishments, and serve them. Yeah. So I kind of took that as, like, um, I'm kind of relating it to my life in school right now. Right, yeah. Like, there's a whole lot of opportunities happening, like scholarships, like other things, and, like, sports activities and stuff. And there's only, like, so many, like, like slots. There's only so many people that can get these things. Right. And um, I just have to realize that there are so many more opportunities there and like I can't be upset if I don't get one. I can't sit there being mad at somebody because they got it and I sure. didn't. And I have to be, I have to realize I have to be happy for them and realize that God didn't want me to have this opportunity because it made me realize that I was built for this opportunity sure. more. But what about like your, um, the teammates on your dance team that might need some building up or might need? Yeah, there's a lot of, I'm on the school dance team and there's a lot of stress that goes around the dance team and if like a teammate's like not getting like the choreography right is having a hard time at home and is having like right. it's hard for them to just keep up with the stress of dance because dance like competition every weekend and like practice every night and sometimes the coaches are mean like <laughs> that's like what happens and um sometimes we have to like sit down with each other and sometimes just like take like a mental health break with each other and just yeah. check up and ask if we are okay Build each see. other up. Yeah, like build each other up. Oh, also that could Change that just made focus. me think of um, one good thing that our coaches make us do this well, while we are performing um, at a competition or at a game. They make us yell at each other to uplift each other. So like they make us yell like, "Pick it up! Like, come on, we're almost there! Like, come on, keep going!" Just so that we can get in each other's heads to yeah. build each other up and help each other. So, cause in dance, it's not, it's not a competition. Like you right. have to be one with your team. Right. And like, you can't just sit there thinking like, I'm going to be the best one. I'm going to outshine everybody. That's right. not what a team is. Like, right. 
you have to stay together and make sure everybody's the same. Serving others as one, yeah. right? So you wanted to go um, back to Death Was Arrested. Yeah. yeah what were you going to say about yeah, that? Yeah, the last song I was going to talk about was Death Was Arrested. And so it kind of like, I kind of thought of it as like a full circle moment. Yeah. And um, going back, um, the speaker said that Jesus asked the question, do you understand what I've done for you? And um, I was kind of relating this to as like you ask the question and then you think back on it. There was a song that said, God really loves us. Right. And then it made me think of like, if you focus on the fact that God really loves us. So once you break that down and think about all the things he's done, like he literally gave his son for you. Like shouldn't that make you like, imagine giving up like your kid. Right. For, I right. mean, I can't imagine right. that because right. I don't have one. But right. Like, <laughs> um, like just like imagine like giving up something that of that much, so much importance to right. you right. that you're willing to like save everybody else to sacrifice yep. the one you cared about most. Yep. Yep. And then I was thinking of um, the whole message of death was arrested was that he took away death so you don't have to be afraid of it anymore. Right. So like there's like that's literally like our life, like our whole life, we're just awaiting death pretty much. And a lot of people see it as a scary thing. It's like, oh, but it's really only our human form, our human body is gone, but we still go up to heaven with him. And he has something amazing waiting for us, but it right. can only, you, you can only do that, you can only be there if you want it and accept it. Right. So. Good. Yeah. By the way, that she's referring to uh, Hebrews 2.15 there. Only in this way could he set free all who have lived their lives as slaves to the fear of dying, right? And we're not, we don't have to do that anymore because death is arrested. Death is in the unemployment line. Excellent. Yeah, anything else that you wanted to add there? Okay, good job. Give her a big round of applause. Then we have Emery here, Emery Pagel. So Emery was going to talk about a disciple named Peter, right? Peter was a little confused about life, and why was that? Um, was this on Saturday night? Sure. I'm not sure. <laughs> Anyways, um, we talked about the story of Peter and how he was confused, even like, even though he was with Jesus. So after like when they were all like sitting, and Jesus is like, "Tomorrow, when he, like Peter will betray me," and Peter's like, "No." Like, I'd rather be hitting the ground with a stick, like, with a hammer right. than betray you. Right. And then the next day, he betrayed him. Even though he had seen Jesus walk on water, turn water into wine, and feed, like, tons and tons of people, he still, like, completely denied him. Right. And, like, he saw him in the flesh. And I think that's just crazy. And so what was the, what was the part that confused Peter, that Jesus got um, arrested, and all of a sudden, all this stuff is going so, down? So, like, Peter saw Jesus in the flesh, and he yeah. saw him as a person. And he was still confused if Peter, or if Jesus was, like, really like a son of like a son of God mm -hmm. and the reason he was confused is because he was not looking at Jesus he was looking at all the other people around him who were like putting him on the cross and convicting him of yep. crimes that like yep. he didn't do messed up focus maybe yeah and like relating back to that is a messed up focus messed up man like literally yeah. he was a very very messed up man simply yeah. because of a focus that wasn't on Jesus yeah and yeah so relate that back to what Leah was Leah was just saying um God really loves us, yeah. and what else? So, like, Jesus knew that Peter was going to deny him, and he still let Peter do it. And I think that, okay, so in the end, when he did deny him, and, like, 
Jesus had said that when you deny me, you'll deny me after the rooster crows. Before the rooster crows. And yeah. as soon as he denied him the third time, he looked up and he saw like a rooster crow, and then he met Jesus' eyes. And then he knew that he was like he was wrong. Right. And I think that's pretty crazy. They had a messed up focus, right? Yeah. So God gives us that choice. Gives us a choice to what? Uh, to love him. And I think that when they really talk about love, it's like, and it also comes back to like people are like, if Jesus really loves us, like, how would he let us do that? But like, that's not love. If you don't have a choice, then it's just like, you're just a robot. Right. And I think <clears throat> he talked about like, it can't be forced. And it's something that like, we have to have the choice. That love can't be forced. God can't force us to love him. Yeah. Is that, okay, yeah. Yeah. And um, we can focus on this because it's so easy. Like, as a teenager in our world, like, it's so easy to look at what she's talking about, like the mob, like the mob mentality, mm -hmm. and look at everything else. And, like, as soon as we turn our eyes back to Jesus, we'll be, like, we'll be right on the track. Like, it's pretty easy to, in the moment, it's not. Right. But if you wanted to, like, get on track, really, it's, it's very easy. I was going to say, were and you going to say it's pretty easy to get confused? Because we get confused yeah. all the time, right? Yeah. About things that happen in our lives and things that happen in the world. Yeah. Um, and Peter said he wouldn't deny him, and he did. And then Jesus was right. And then I think that what they talked about is, like, when he met Jesus' eyes, I think that since he knew right then, I think that's very powerful. Because he, had, he denied him three times. And as soon as he met Jesus' eyes, he, yeah. like, he knew that was true. So why can't we do that? You know? Right, right. Like, why can't we be found so easily? But we can also feel a little bit of comfort in this. Yeah. Because, like you said, Peter was with him for three years and saw, you said, walk on water and what else? Uh, he brought the dead back to life. Brought healed, people back to life. Healed people. Healed, healed people. So Peter got confused yeah. after seeing all of that. So it kind of lets, not lets us off the hook, but at least it helps explain why and how sometimes we get confused. Yeah. But what, and you said Peter's focus was the problem, and is, you know, relate that back to us then, to no show grow. Um, so Peter knew, like, in his heart, I think he really did know that Jesus was true, and he knew that he was the son of God, but he didn't show it, and that's where he, like, stopped, is because when he, as soon as he said those words, like, I don't believe in that, and I think that's where he stopped, and that's where it all went wrong along with his, like, obvious, like, wrong focus, mm -hmm. where he stopped showing it is where his relationship is unable to grow anymore. Yep. But then Jesus brings him back on the beach, right? Brings yep. him back and brings him back to himself. Mm -hmm. What happened with that? Um, so after Jesus was gone, all the disciples went, and they went fishing. And they couldn't find any fish, because, like, they were fishermen in the first place. So they thought, why not go back and do what we're good at? And then there was a man on the beach who was Jesus, but they didn't know at the time. And the man called out to them, and he said, like, if you throw your net on that side of the boat, you'll catch tons of fish. And they're like, what? Like, no, we've been fishing all day. We didn't catch anything. And they did it. They did. And they caught all those fish. And then when they came back, like, they were like, wow. And then they brought their boat back to shore, and Jesus had made a fire for them on coal. Yep, cooked some fish. And, like, they knew. Yep, and then he brought Peter back in, right, and said, yep. okay, now we know, right? And so now we're going to grow in that, right, in our relationship with God, which, yep. again, which is what Lent is all about. Nice. Anything else? Um, not really. Good. All right. Give Emory a big round of applause. So um, the Lent, Lenten season is about growing in our relationship with God. And these guys got it from a fire hose for about 36 hours or whatever it was. And 
Um, obviously, a lot of it has stuck, not only with them, but you know, the pe other people that went along with us, even the adults. So I see Lisa nodding her head here. Yeah, even with the adults. Uh, and so it gives us the opportunity, gives us the reminder um, for what we're focusing on. If you hear nothing else tonight, hear about how each one of them talked about how a messed up focus equaled a messed up either life or a messed up relationship with God. So the more we can focus on who he is, even though there's a lot going on around us and it gets very confusing. Sometimes you end up in jail. Sometimes you end up next to a fire. Sometimes you end up in other places, you know, not bowing down. I mean, that, that focus is really what we've got to be fo uh, honing in on and bringing back to us. You guys did an amazing job. Thank you so much for uh, the time. Thank you for coming with us. Seniors, I'm sorry that was the last time you're going to be there. I don't know if you thought about that yet, but that, thank you for being there. But Megan came back, and she's been you know, a sponsor a couple of times, so maybe you can come back and do that. Anything else anybody wants to add? Going once. Going twice, you want to follow up on anything? Because they all kind of, that's why we started with you, because everybody kind of focused in or, you know, you had a little bit of piece of what you were talking about. So you, thank you for introducing all those topics like that so we can all relate back to it again. So it's all about focus. One more, what you got? Go. Um, another important topic that we, that I forgot to bring up was, um, we talked a lot about mercy versus grace. Yeah. Um, and he explained it as like an analogy almost. Yep. Like you get pulled over in a, for a speeding ticket and the officer comes to your window and he's like, oh, registration. And he goes back and he's like, you actually, no warning, but I'll give you a hundred bucks. And then you're like, what? Like, I don't deserve a hundred bucks. I just sped like over 20 this whole way. Um, and then... He explained as the mercy being your pardon, but then the grace is giving you $100. Good. And then he related it back to our relationship with God. And he's like, yeah. you get the mercy of knowing God, but then God blesses you with things along the way that you don't expect. Right. Mercy, not getting what you deserve. Mm -hmm. Grace, not only you. Grace, getting something that you don't deserve. Yes. Yeah, that's good stuff. Mm -hmm. That's the gospel. Mm -hmm. All right, give them a big round of applause. Let's continue. So let's stand, please. You guys, too.